0: Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Joel T. Coleman Woo. joining you on a Tuesday morning. Glad to have you along with us, however you're listening to us, be it at supertalk.fm or wherever you get your podcast. or as we learned uh, today, thanks to one of our loyal listeners, Alex Watson, who wanted me to tell everybody that you can now just say, "What? what is it, play Thunder and Lightning latest episode? Yeah. Bam. Alexa will take care of that for you. You don't even have to lift a finger.
1: Just talk. I mean, even the robots have joined the trend. You, you I ask. for one
0: welcome us as the overlords. <laughs> I like the idea of you and I running things.
1: What a what a great world it would be if it was ran by thunder and light. <laughs> who's the pres who's the vice president?
0: No, no, no. We're 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 in an anarcho-syndic co- commune.
1: All right. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't have, it's like it's like quarterbacks, Brian. Right. If You don't have one. Right. Do you really, you know, if you've got two quarterbacks, you don't have a quarterback. Well, you if you've is, got two presidents, what we need do you is really a
0: third, one? a third person, and then it's we have to have a majority of two to make a decision. That's true. So who would our third be? Bob. Why not? Okay, let's go. Old I'm, school. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not against that because you got three different people there. Yeah. Too. So you, you have sort of like a Venn diagram. Of, and we, where we all meet in the middle would be, we would have balance. And it's, it's all about that balance.
1: If you learn nothing else from, I'm about to say years of Thunder and lightning. it's only been one, a little over one. But yeah. it is indeed all about that balance. There you go. All right. Uh want to thank our sponsor, Strange Brew Coffeehouse, Turn and Spoon
0: Ice Cream. They are They've got to be working overtime with cold drinks and cold ice cream. It is so. It was so miserably hot today. It's oppressive. The heat was oppressive today.
1: You know, I, I went by there today and I thought, you know what? It's Labor Day. Probably students. You know, no school or something. It probably probably be kind of empty today. Jam packed. Yeah. I mean, just Shane was making money hand over fist today. So I gave him a little more. Well, there you great. Go. Outstanding.
0: There you go. I forgot to thank our servicemen and women out there. We want to, We always appreciate them. Good show today. We have our SEC picks a little later in the show, but first we will start with the big news of uh, that came out of uh, Joe Moorhead's Joe Moorhead's press conferences. They are they are sometimes ripe for big news. Sometimes it just happens that way.
1: Yeah, I kind of felt like with with Dan Mullen press conferences, I could about write the same stories whether I win or didn't. Kind of feel like with Joe Moorhead, there must see TV. You know, you might learn some stuff listening to Joe. So quite frequently, it was it and today was one of those occasions. Man, it was. Pretty newsy press conference. It also helps when you have a coach that actually, you know, answers your questions.
0: Right. Well, that said, uh, the big news of the day is that Keeton Thompson has indeed returned to Mississippi State's roster for the 2019 season, listed on the depth chart as uh, along with Garrett Schrader as the the backup quarterback. For me, this is big news because it gives it it, it instantly changes the quarterback position in terms of. You went from, what are we going to do? What is Mississippi State, what is Joe Moorhead saying there? What are we going to do if, if something happens to Stevens? We're, we are in real trouble. Now you're in a position where you can probably redshirt Schrader and Keaton Thompson, if need be. And I think you know you asked the question, you know what's the plan? And the answer was, we want to do what's best for the team and then what's best for the player, and hopefully those can work together. The plan is going to be to redshirt him, but I get the feeling if there's an emergency – It might be Keaton Thompson. That said, if there's a true emergency, and I'm talking about not an injury, I'm talking about his helmet popped off, and we're not in a game where you can play Schrader or Thompson and still keep a red shirt, you still have Jalen Maiden, possibly, or Logan Burnett that can just go out there and take one snap and then get Stevens back onto the field. Everything became more flexible today.
1: Yeah, and I specifically asked about that situation, you know, what if the helmet pops off kind of thing. You're right, and Joe didn't say it. Joe didn't say yes. We're going to try to redshirt Keaton. but I thought it, the answer that he gave, I think it was loud and clear that they're looking out for the best entrance of, uh, of Keaton Thompson. Which let's, we all know, the best interest of Keaton Thompson is to take that redshirt. Absolutely. Year. That that's bottom line. So yeah, it, it's going to happen that way, barring a true emergency where Keaton must then step in as the starter. I mean. At at this juncture, (coughs) I I know Schrader, it's an or thing. It's a Thompson or Schrader thing. But if, God forbid, Stevens goes down, Keaton Thompson is your starting quarterback. I would agree with
0: that, yes. Um, Because you would much rather – well, here's the thing that that, that helps you, too, is that if, if Keaton can't redshirt this year, he still has a redshirt available then. Then he could he could transfer out if he needed to and still have that red shirt year available to him. That's true. But I agree one hundred percent that if if there's a true injury to Stevens and he has to miss miss extended time, Keeton Thompson would be the starting quarterback for Mississippi State.
1: Yeah, and, and I don't know the ins and outs of this decision, but look, Mississippi State has to look out for the best interests of Mississippi State, and Keeton Thompson has to look out for the best interest of Keaton Thompson.
0: Right. So he, he just and, you and have I to hope what what he said.
1: And, and I feel like. Not knowing all the details and all the ins and outs, this was a perfect marriage for this year, at least. And because, I mean, look, State needed to not, I mean, have a situation where if, if Stevens goes down, you got to rely on a freshman. State needed that security. Keaton Thompson gives them that security blanket. Keaton Thompson, when he entered the transfer portal, I can't imagine that he had D1 programs knocking down his door. Too late in the Absolutely. game. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and and so I have to imagine that unless he wanted to really drop down and play some lower-level football somewhere, right? that this was his best opportunity to stay here. So I, I think it was a perfect marriage. Is it going to be a, a perfect marriage that lasts until Keaton Thompson graduates? I don't know. You know I, I don't know what the situation will be after this year. I don't know if Keaton Thompson wants to go through another spring of fighting for the job, and can I beat Garrett Schrader, who seemingly is – I hate to call him Joe's boy. You know, I I don't really want to put that label on him, but he is a Joe Moorhead-style quarterback is what I'm trying to say and who has earned a ton of praise from Joe already. Does he want to go through another spring of fighting for that with a coaching staff that, as we've talked about on this show, it doesn't seem like there's ever been just a ton of fate that Keaton Thompson can do what Joe wants him to do in this offense – I mean, if you made me guess, I'm guessing Keeton's transferring after this year. But, hey, by him sticking it out for another six months or so, you never know what could happen. Well,
0: what you can do is, if you're Keeton, redshirt this year, and then go go through spring, and if you aren't convinced, 100%, if you can't get from Joe Moorhead, you're my guy, you're the starting quarterback in in 2020, then you can go.
1: Well, there's also the thing of, if you were going to transfer, wouldn't you want to transfer and go through the spring with your new team?
0: I think he would be willing to give it another. You know, if he, I mean, maybe he goes into the spring convinced he's not going to be the guy, and then he moves out early. But if you feel like you can be the starter, win the job, and then play on. But if you you come out of that, if you, I would say, if you have any doubt whatsoever, it's time to go. Bottom
1: line, that's in the future. For the next six months, this is the best marriage for both parties, in my opinion. I agree. And and they, they, you know, if Ketan was sitting here, he might could tell me some something I don't know and and kind of felt like he was stuck to stay. I don't know. I don't I don't know what the, but from my vantage point from the press box, so to speak, this had to happen. Mm-hmm. Th- this is the way it had to go. Yeah. And, and it's beneficial for everybody. And I, I just, I feel like that here in six months, no matter how this shakes out, that everybody can shake hands and reassess the situation from there. But I, I just feel like this is perfect for Keaton to stick around this year, and it's perfect for Mississippi State to have him here. And I think that it was a, a great day for Mississippi State to know that Keaton Thompson's still going to be in the fold.
0: Will both Schrader and Thompson redshirt this year, do you believe?
1: If you made me guess, I'd say yes.
0: I, I believe you're correct. but that Because, I mean, as we said, we've been saying it for the past few weeks, how many times are you really going to your backup quarterback? You only got eleven games left. You right? got eleven games left, and you, you can not to you
1: get four to you still, Garrett, and yeah. four to key Time.
0: Yeah, you, and that's assuming that or I mean, you, you, can you save can, a bowl game. You know? Well, I mean, yeah, but you're you're making the assumption that you're going to need them. You know, you might play enough close games that it's not a big deal. Yeah. So for MSU, yeah, now you've got a ton of work, room to work with. You know, with Jalen Maiden, there's still some discussion. He might be suspended for eight games. You don't know that, or seven more games in this case. But regardless, if like I said, if there's a true emergency, his helmet came off. We gotta get him out of there for a play. Logan Burnett can go in there and hand the ball to Ky- to Kylan Hill and be okay. Yeah. But I always say when you do that, to me it always makes a ton of sense. Just throw the ball. Well, well, no <laughs> nobody's ever expecting you send Logan Burnett in there and then you go play action, he that receiver's gonna be wide open. I would almost guarantee it.
1: You know, Look, I'm not advocating for Logan Burnett to be your starting quarterback at Mississippi State. But I sat there and watched a ton of quarterback drills and we got to watch practice back during camp. And against air, I'm not saying Logan Burnett's Peyton Manning or anything. But, I mean, I've seen worse. I'd I'd give him a shot. Why not? You know, if it's it's the right situation. uh, I mean, if it's a tight game against LSU or something, I'm not doing it then. But, you know, if you're up a couple scores and you're playing Kansas State and Tommy Stevens' helmet pops off and you run Logan Burnett in there. Give him a shot. Why not? It'd be
0: hilarious. I, I, I'm always for it. I've always, even when even when you had like a competent backup, when Damian Williams would come in for a play or, or when Fitzgerald's helmet always came off or, or, you know,
1: whenever. I was like, just just put it up. You know what Logan Burnett's legacy will be at Mississippi State for me? What is that? And I think I'm attributing this to the right guy. I'm almost 100% sure I am. Do you remember those Dan Mullen shirts with the cigar sticking out of his mouth? Yeah. I think he, he. I think he was behind that. <laughs> I, I mean, Donald Gray had one in every color that he used to wear up to the to the football facility and things. And uh, yeah, whenever I think of Logan Burnett, I will always think of that shirt because <laughs> I, I, I do think that was a Logan Burnett production. If anybody knows differently, you're free to correct me, but I think I right.
0: I, I don't know for sure.
1: I think he told one of our fellow beat guys that. So anyway.
0: Other than that, from today's press conference. Uh, the, the, I guess the, if there's big news If you want to look at it like that uh, Would be Injury wise It looks like everybody's Going to be okay Daryl Williams Park Parker Kylan Hill The, the main names there Marky Spencer Marky Spencer Everybody's day to day Expect to be back so Except Kylan Tuesday. who practiced Kylan went ahead And practiced on Sunday So I assume he's full go uh, So that's all, that's all Pretty good news I also thought One other thing That, that Moore had said and, and as we're recording Louisville and Notre Dame Are tied So that will be a uh, I guess it's not a, a, The same situation But, I mean, Notre Dame was a 20-point favorite in this game. But there were 25 games this past weekend where a a Power 5 team played a G5 team or FCS team, or a G5 team played an FCS team. So what you would expect to be a a large talent gap. 25 of such games where the margin of victory was 10 or less, and in eight of those games there were upsets. Uh, This is sort of a bigger-picture question, but between... What happens with recruiting now? Transfers, the transfer portal, the abundance of of you know good young coaches, guys like Billy Napier, I think is a really good coach. and is probably going to have a bigger job very soon. I mean, but for the elite teams, for Alabama, it's not. That's what I was going to say. For Georgia, it's not there.
1: But for teams like Mississippi State, I was going to say if you take out Alabama and Georgia and Clemson and You know, maybe Oklahoma and a few – I don't even know about Oklahoma. But there's a few teams that kind of you can take out of that mix. But other than that, I mean, it's a bit cliche, but it does kind of feel more like on any given Saturday anything could happen. And I know that's not really necessarily the case. I mean, if you – you know, if Alcorn State rolls into Starkville – you know, who's not playing in Starfleet this year, but I'm just throwing out an example. I mean, State's going to win that game. You know, Abilene Christian later in the year. Right. State's going to win that game. Right. But, but, but there yeah. are going to be some games there, where – Well, I mean, shoot, State just played one where, yeah. where Louisiana was, was right there in the mix, you know, um, late. And, I mean, if you're, not, if you're not careful, you could run into that situation <laughs> this Saturday for State. I mean, yeah. um, it does seem like it's happening more now so i I don't know if if like joe said transfer portal and guys flipping and flopping and going from one team to the next and maybe that has caused some of this but but yeah uh, outside of the alabamas and georgias and clemsons of the world you better not sleepwalk through a game anymore I, I, i don't i don't know if that's a thing that's just cyclical and and that'll it'll go back to where it's not like that but right now it does seem like Anybody can beat anybody on on most Saturdays.
0: Yeah, it's something. It's definitely something to uh, to keep an eye on. That that said, you know, state's got another game like that this weekend with Southern. I think so, it's the very, it's a similar situation. But that, that said, Southern getting a little into the opponent preview, but not good offensively. And it's at home. And so it's at you, home. Home opener. Yeah. Y- you, yeah.
1: You feel a little
0: better. I mean, what was you, the biggest upset of the weekend to you this past weekend? If you had to pick man, one. Uh, or what, yeah, maybe not, maybe not upset so much is just surprising, you know. Because I wouldn't say North Carolina beating South Carolina is a huge upset.
1: No, I mean Georgia State is the is the the, the, the thing that just jumps out to me. I mean, I, I didn't expect Tennessee to be world beaters, but you can't lose to Georgia State.
0: Yeah, I think I think that's probably the correct answer. But if you had said Boise beating Florida State, don't know that I would have totally disagreed with you, especially Florida State was up thirty one thirty one to thirteen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just uh, it's just. If I said more likely to be fired at the end of this season, Willie Taggart or
1: Jeremy Pruitt? <sighs> Jeremy Pruitt jumps to mind just because Tennessee is a crazy place, man. Yeah, I, and and I they just, have an
0: athletic director who wants to uh, be the head coach too.
1: Yeah, I mean, couldn't you couldn't you see that happening? Him being the AD slash football coach? I mean, it, yes. One hundred (laughs) percent, I can see it happen. Uh, So, I I guess if you made me guess, I I would guess Jeremy Pruitt. But I mean, either one of those situations at at this juncture, you could convince me either way. The
0: the Tennessee game—it's just incredible.
1: It's just incredible.
0: They paid a million dollars to get beat, basically. I wouldn't imagine me paying you five bucks and just slap me in the face. (laughs) All right, now if I paid you a million dollars, how would you feel? I mean, my God. then also, whenever that happens, so I get to see one of my favorite clips, which is from last year, I think. The North Carolina A&T coach after they beat East Car- Now, bring me my money. <laughs> uh, I will watch that. You could keep that on a loop in my house. And I would never tire of it. So, Oh. All right. Uh, it's picks
1: time. Uh, before we oh, get there. Yeah. One more quote that just jumped out to me at today's okay, yeah, press yeah. conference. The... Uh, And and look, I don't think anybody was really on this train much anymore. But for those that were, I thought Joe Moorhead's comment that of all of his worries, team chemistry is nowhere in them or something like that. I'm I'm misquoting him. Team chemistry is like the least of his worries or something is how he said that. But for anybody that thought there was any divisiveness in this locker room and for anybody that might think that Ketan coming back maybe, you know, I know that we're not in the locker room. We don't see everything as beat reporters and things, but and, and maybe some of you out there know something that I don't. But I haven't sniffed the least bit of divisiveness since all this happened. And Joe's no. Joe's comment today about team chemistry being the least bit of his concern just kind of highlighted it even more so to me that this team has each other's backs. So yeah. Like I, I don't think that there there's any issue whatsoever. Um, I mean, I'm sure that Keaton Thompson disappointed. I'm sure he's got some buddies on the team that's like, oh, it stinks, you know, that you didn't win the job. But I don't think for one second that there is any bit of ill will inside that program. And, and I no. thought his comment today was, because was, nobody made him say that, you know. Right, right. right. It, it was kind of voluntary. that said,
0: and, he might just be saying it. He might just be saying it to say it, but I don't think he is.
1: Yeah, I don't either. So. Jo- Joe is not, he's not a bullcrapper, so no. to speak. He, I did a,
0: also like him saying, look, because we keep asking about Kareem Walker. He's like, when I have an update, I will give it to you. <laughs> yeah. Like, So you can stop asking. When I have it, yeah. I promise I will and, give it to
1: and you. And, he, again, he understands we have to continue to <laughs> yeah, ask. But, but it, yeah.
0: So. All right. We got some interesting games to pick this weekend. Yeah. So
1: Big for, big week for Joel T. As I now begin the comeback trail.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Two down after. I'll be honest with you. When we walked out of here after the New Orleans, I did not think I was going to be two up. I figured we'd be I thought even. we'd be even. Yeah. Because I, I really felt good about Memphis. But North Carolina, I was really picking out a spite. I picked them out of spite because I wanted Phil Longo to succeed, and because I have no faith in Will Muschamp. And I ended up being up two games. There are some games. Here's what's going to happen right here: either we're going to
1: even it up, or, or I'm going to get you're way, gonna be way behind, behind because
0: yeah. we got some some interesting ones. Let's pick the ones, the obvious ones: Alabama, New Mexico State. Did you see the line on this game? I did not. But okay. it's got, it, let me tell you what is that. Normally, the over/under would be something like 54, 55 points. No, that's the line.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: Alabama is a 54-point favorite in this game.
1: There's no way I'd bet that.
0: Would you... If, if we were doing it against the spread here, how would you pick that? I mean,
1: 54 is a ton of... There's no way... That I would be, and I'm not saying that they. You would they, take New
0: Mexico State to cover yes, in the points. Yes, I might take Alabama. They could easily win 63. Tonight. Oh,
1: if we're talking about can they? Yeah, they could win this 120 tonight. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, it's just an issue of. But it, when it comes just to winning, we'll
0: both take Alabama. Yeah, absolutely. Georgia against Murray State, we'll take the Bulldogs. Um, Charleston Southern against South Carolina, just 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 South Carolina's going to win. Just don't be surprised when Charleston Southern makes it interesting. I don't like that team, in South Carolina. Now Jake Bentley's out for six weeks. Yeah, you know they got a true freshmen starting. Six true freshman quarterbacks. Six members of the elite eight from last season are starting right now, or at least one of them. J.T. Daniels is out for the season, but he started a game. So, uh, is that the only ones that are just ridiculously bad? Uh, Eastern Michigan, Kentucky. We'll take the Wildcats there, right?
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, although, you know, Toledo and hanging
0: then, with Kentucky makes you kind of... Well, Eastern, Toledo's better than Eastern Michigan. yeah. We'll... And then uh, Florida, UT Martin will take uh, the Gators.
1: Yeah, 50% of the team's going to win. I'm going to win today. Uh, he's going to in that 50%. All
0: right, so here's where we go. we got a lot of options here. Here we go. Missouri at home against West Virginia. I did not think both of these teams would be 0-1. Uh, West Virginia, no, they, they won. They held on to win, but it was close. Um, I think I'm, You know what? I'm, I might need to check that 100%, to be totally honest with you. I don't know what West Virginia did this past weekend. Uh, they, yeah, it was a close game against James Madison, who's a really good FCS team. So, Sort of what, what Joe Moore was talking about right there. Uh, Missouri, as we know, they went out to uh, Wyoming, and they, again, what Joe Moore was talking about, were upset. Don't ever go to Laramie is, is the lesson we've learned here. <sighs> I'll go first. Surely, I, th- I got to think Missouri's going to bounce back here um kelly bryant played well in the first half he just didn't have a great second half um if it's it's in missouri i'm gonna take the tigers i am too
1: and and i was picking them whether or not you did so for for those of you for those of you that think i should write these down or we should write no no no, no. i'm I'm not changing my mind in fact as i've said before i might go the opposite direction just for intrigue's sake but brian's pick is not influencing my pick here i'm going missouri
0: all right uh Vanderbilt travels to Purdue. Mm. I thought Vandy looked respectable against Georgia. Purdue went to Nevada and blew a 17 nothing lead, much to Robbie Donahoe's chagrin. Um Vandy wins this game, they're going to a bowl for sure. Purdue goes 0-2, and you're wondering, why are we paying Jeff Brom $5 million a year or whatever it is? It's in Purdue, right? It's at Purdue. You, it's your turn. You go first. We're going we're gonna to alternate here because, you know, Way it went, so I went first, and that's your turn.
1: Um, God, I'm, I'm I'm gonna get killed this year. I'm going Vandy. Mm. I'm going Vandy because I and I don't like the fact that I'm putting anything on Vandy, but mm. I liked I liked how they kind of hung tough against Georgia, and they did. I, I'm I'm just I'm gonna stick with Derek Mason. I'm gonna go Commodore.
0: I think I'm with you, to be totally honest. You know, I, I like Rondell Moore. He's the best player in this game, but he's a receiver. It just he it, it can't he can't win it by himself. Vandy's um, going to be good defensively. Keyshawn Vaughn can run the ball. Let's go with the Commodores here. I don't know the line on that game. I, I, I wonder who's favorite. Uh, you got me. I may have to look that up. Uh, the game of the weekend is in uh, Co- or is in Death Valley. The uh, the the orange one. Texas A and M traveling to Clemson. Do you know the line on this game?
1: Uh, I, I'm going to – it's in Clemson? Yeah. Um, I'm just going to guess six. <laughs> it's 19 and a half. Oh, gosh, really? <laughs> yes. Six. <laughs> Excuse me. No, ve- that I, is I figured, not at. I figured Vegas would be a little higher on A&M than that.
0: No, not at all. Uh, Clemson is a huge, huge favorite. Wow, I'm uh, way there. off. All right. Real quick, let me see if I can find – what was I looking for? The Purdue line? Purdue is a seven and a half point favorite. Wow, I don't know about that. I'll let you change Missouri. your mind. If you want to. No, I don't. Missouri is a fourteen point favorite over West Virginia. Really? Oh, I would. I would not. I wouldn't bet that. But if I had to, I would take West Virginia. Um, yeah. So what, what game are we on here? I've already forgotten. Uh, yeah, Texas A&M. and Clemson. We'll both take Clemson here.
1: Yeah.
0: Would you, if I had to make you bet on the points? a you
1: know, and I beat him a year ago. Thirty-eight
0: twenty, that that covers. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I would I would probably take Texas AM with the points. It's in Death Valley, right? Yeah, I, but yeah. Clemson's going to win the game. Yeah, uh, most to me the most interesting game of the week. They're, 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 I'm sorry, are two most interesting games. They both have train wreck potential, though. They both could be so terrible to watch that they become instant classics. BYU at Tennessee. What happens if Tennessee loses this game? What happens is uh, is Jimmy Pruitt going to be coaching Tennessee when when we get there? When you and I arrive in in, in Knoxville, is Pruitt going to join us there? Because they're going to lose to Florida and Georgia between then. Yeah. So they're one in four, one in five playing Mississippi State, maybe. <laughs> Ew.
1: <laughs>
0: <sighs> is it your turn or is it my turn? It's my turn. Wait a second. Well, we both took Clemson, so it's technically it's my turn. Um. No way. There's no way they're going to lose two in a row. I mean, I, I know they, they play poorly. I know that. But they'll, 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 they'll figure it out. They'll, they'll, they'll right the ship. I'm going to take Tennessee. Now, Joel is thinking over there, though. He's considering the,
1: this. The problem is I watched BYU the other night, and they didn't look all They didn't look great, but Utah's a good team. Yeah.
0: Tennessee is not. But their recruiting ranking, though, is fantastic every year. And they lost to Georgia State. State. Did See the uh, the SEC shorts today. Tennessee breaking up with the playoff. No, I haven't oh, you watched need to watch it, it. I will. Oh, you lost to Georgia, right? Yeah, we lost to Georgia State. <laughs> yeah, definitely check out SEC. shorts. I mean,
1: my first gut instinct, and I know it's the helmet. It ain't because of how they looked last week. My first gut instinct's Tennessee, so I'll I'll stick with it.
0: All right. Yeah, I think Tennessee's going to win. I, but yeah. All right, we're, uh, not, we're,
1: we're not getting much intrigue. This week, we're all picking the same.
0: Well, we, 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 yeah, I guess you're right. We, 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 we're going to skip a game here because we want to come back. to This is the game of the weekend. Uh, Tulane at Auburn. I think we'll both pick Auburn here, yeah. right? But that said, I said on the show today, I, Auburn, to me, did not show me anything that made me think they're going to win more than seven games. They're still going to lose to A&M, LSU, Florida, Georgia, and Alabama. So, yeah, Tulane, by the way, Tulane had a really good game. They, they run the ball pretty effectively. Auburn will beat them. Won't be surprised if Tulane makes it interesting for a half, though. The two games of the weekend, and they are the games of the weekend for opposite reasons. One <laughs> will be a fantastic college football game. The other will be a train wreck of gargantuan proportions. Let's start with the good one. LSU at Texas. This is a, fantastic, this is a playoff uh, play-in game. The winner of this game could lose another game. And and could lose a game and still get in. Like if LSU wins this game and they go eleven and one, the one loss to Alabama, who I think will go undefeated and win the SEC. LSU has a strong case to be in. Yep. Texas wins this game. You know they they would have to play Oklahoma twice. But if they could, let's say let's say Texas is undefeated and then loses to Oklahoma in the Big Twelve championship game, and that's Oklahoma's they're also eleven and one at that point or twelve and one, Texas could still get in with a win because LSU would boost them up, I think. LSU looked really impressive, I thought. They showed the new offense off. Quick, passing. Yep. Joe Burrow, yep. best quarterback in college football, according to some. Not anybody we trust, but some. Uh, but Sam Erlinger, Sam Erlinger, very good as well. Should be, this should be a really good football game. I'm glad we'll be home. we should be home in time to watch it. Uh, or watch most of it, anyway. Your turn to pick, though.
1: I'd like to apologize to our uh, sick beat brother. Tyler Horker. Oh, horns down. Yeah, go Tigers, LSU. <sighs> I'm going with the Tigers on the road in Texas.
0: I have a bet on this. I, I have I have been given Texas and ten and a half points. I feel pretty good. I'm going to win that because I think this is going to be a close game. But <sighs> I'll say this: for I will make this prediction. If LSU loses this game, that passing offense is going to get scrapped. They will be <laughs> back in the Power I. <laughs> Or, or, we, we just can't go with it. We, we can't do it. So we're going to have to go back to what we know. Go Tigers. Uh I think LSU wins a close one. Something like 24, no, maybe more points than that. 34, 31, something like that. We coming. We, we ain't backing down. <laughs> and then there's this. <laughs> this Just a Picasso of crap. I can't wait. <laughs> Arkansas at Ole Miss. One of these teams is getting a conference win.
1: Hey, let's count to, whenever it's time to pick, and you can continue to talk if you want to. Yeah. Let's like paper, rock, scissors it, one, two, three, and then we will both say our pick at that moment. And okay. It may be the same, may not be. I don't know which okay, one Okay, we'll see what so happens. Anyway, so just in case anybody thinks that we're following each other.
0: Mem- Ole Miss had to go up to deal with the juggernaut of Memphis. I- I'll be honest with you. If you had told me on Saturday morning, that they were going to hold Memphis to 15 points, I I would have been like, wow, they were really impressive in victory. Nope. They were really (laughs) unimpressive in defeat. They looked putrid offensively, which is a real change for them. And then defensively, I mean, yeah, they gave up fewer points, but Memphis is not very good. Now, Memphis is going to be good enough to win a lot of games, but they weren't good. They're not... Don't take too much from that. Uh, Memphis cost themselves some touchdowns as well. Um... Arkansas, on the other hand, I mean, if they're winning games in week one, look out. Because they just get better every week. They, a seven-point win over the juggernaut that is Portland State. Portland State sounds like a made-up team for your NCAA dynasty. (laughs) Like, you create a school, I created Portland State. You know, I will give you, I will give you the shirt off my back right now if you can tell me what their mascot is. What is the Portland State mascot?
1: Isn't it some kind of like lizard or dragon looking thing? Because I know. I know
0: the answer. It, I don't know the answer. What, what are you talking about? What, what is it?
1: I think it's some kind of lizard or dragon looking thing, isn't it?
0: Their mascot's name is Victor E. Viking. They are the Vikings. Oh, the Vikings.
1: Okay, never mind. So, I don't know what no, I'm thinking of.
0: You were, you were way off on that.
1: Maybe I was thinking of the NCAA D2 Cobras or something. Yeah. I don't
0: know. The FCS West.
1: FCS West Cobras yeah. or whatever it was.
0: So this game is going to be just bad. Two teams that aren't any good playing each other. The the winner of this game. This is the only conference game I think they're going to win. Even though Ole Miss gets Vanderbilt, I don't think they'll beat them. Here we go. Ready?
1: All right. How are we going to do this? We're going to like. Uh, we're going to one two, one, two three, three and then say it. Say it.
0: So after it's it's not one two three say it. It's one two three go.
1: Okay. So if we were all right for for instance. Yeah. One two three four and yeah. instead of saying four, say you the say team. Say the team. Right.
0: Okay. Okay. Here we go. One, one two, two three, three Arkansas. Hugs. I said Hogs. All right, Hall, so All right same. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I think Arkansas is going to win this game. So no,
1: there's going to be no separation. No week. separation. So anyway, right. we'll, I'll be two games down next week. But I am intrigued as heck, especially with those last two games.
0: For the complete opposite reasons. <laughs> like, one is like, we're going to see a masterpiece of art at the museum. Oh, and by the way, here's some guys, home, Some homeless guys' vomit that we tripped in on the way in. <laughs> That's what, that's what it is. Before you get to the art museum and see this beautiful sculpture, you gotta, you got to, like, oh, there's some, there's some dog crap on the floor that you stepped
1: in. <laughs> and, and, you know, the, the Ole Miss-Arkansas game is very similar to the BYU-Tennessee game. Yeah. I mean, if, if the home teams there are getting crap kicked out of them in the second half, it's going to be as intriguing as heck just to see the stadium, the fans, I what right do they now, do.
0: Ole Miss, look, when you look at their first four games – if they're zero and two after this, they're going two ten. They'll beat Southeast Louisiana.
1: If they're zero and two after this, because they get Southeast Louisiana next week, right? Right.
0: They'll be one. They're going to be
1: like that stadium won't be half full.
0: Yeah. Oh, you're if right. They're about zero and that. two. Yeah, yeah you're and right.
1: Yeah, there will be twenty thousand people there. Yeah.
0: So you'll have they'll be zero and two. They will beat Southeast. They'll probably beat New Mexico State or New Mexico. I don't know which one it is, but they'll beat them. And that's it. That's it. That's all. That's all they're going to win. Arkansas, same thing. I mean, they, if Arkansas loses the game, they're going three and nine. They'll win their, uh, I'm sorry, four and eight. I guess they might, they, they might have to have a chance to go four and eight because all of their non conference games are crap. But that's it. Now four and eight would be an improvement. for Who them. is their power five non conference game? They didn't Who's get that? one. Remember, because they had the Michigan on the schedule, and, and they Michigan actually, backed out late, actually. so they were allowed to pick up Colorado State. That's right. Now Colorado State beat them last year. But that game is, is in Fayetteville this year. I would think Arkansas can, can find a way to win it. Th- this this game is going to be hilarious. I can't wait to watch it. I, I I've never I don't remember ever looking forward to a game that I was positive was going to be terrible more than this one. Sixth it's place
1: been, in the West is on the line.
0: It's very it's very intriguing to have as low stakes as it does. If Ole Miss loses this game, buddy. It's going to be something in this day. I, Monday, Sports Talk Mississippi after an Ole Miss loss will be one for the books. I promise you that.
1: Hugh Freeze is going to be sitting somewhere in his hospital bed with his popcorn watching this one. <laughs> <laughs> he, he got the hogs and his old team. Yeah. Shoot ya. Like, bring me the bedpan. I can't leave the TV. <laughs> this is great. Oh, oh.
0: mercy. Hugh Freeze. <sighs>
1: So is he coaching from the hospital bed this week we were talking
0: about like taking the bed on the road at this point isn't it like a good luck charm? I mean I know they lost, but they played okay you know please put the uh the hospital bed on the side that could be like their turnover thing <laughs> you? if you get a turnover you get to lay down on the bed <laughs> you know interception always oh, headed straight to the bed <laughs> Oh give him an IV let's go. <laughs> Instead of you know you are a cheerleader you're like a hot nurse over there like fanning him off or something oh my gosh we could have all sorts of options with this you know if you get a, if you get a pick sense pick six they actually let you get on the ambulance an ambulance comes into the stadium and like takes you around for a lap the pick six ambulance this oh my gosh yeah we got we these, we should be sending these to liberty these are these these are free free million dollar ideas we're giving you.
1: So, if you're Liberty, like, don't you have a promotion at this point where you hand out like a free rubber glove to all the fans?
0: <laughs> <coughs> this should have like the bed, you know. Like, remember, State did the Game of Thrones. Have the bed. Take a picture with the bed. Five bucks.
1: <laughs>
0: you know. Uh, give me a scripture that has. Give me a scripture that has the word rest in it. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're a Christian university.
1: Is there one? Oh, man, come to ye, come to me, you <laughs> heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. There it is. What what is that? Oh, me. Oh, what, what, do you know what it is? I should, and here I am. It's funny I, you
0: know the scripture, but you didn't I, know that. I'm
1: like that, man. I you know a lot of You didn't
0: know the book and verse. Here we go. Because <sighs> I want to have that like a flashing neon sign <laughs> of, you know, Jeremiah, whatever I, it
1: is. I about said Matthew. I would have been right. Matthew... Eleven. Matthew eleven verses twenty eight through
0: thirty. Flashing uh, neon
1: come, sign. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest.
0: I mean, don't you say big flashing neon sign. Five bucks to take a picture on the hospital bed. You know. You know, <laughs> an extra twenty, they'll give you. They'll give you a colonoscopy. Oh. <laughs> all right. Tomorrow's show. You know what's coming tomorrow. I can't wait to read the rumblings tomorrow. We may may have some hospital bed-related questions. I can't wait to find out. We can only hope. We we really can only hope. So uh, get those questions in to us. Joel T. and I should record tomorrow around 1 Uh, p.m. Or today, I guess, as you're listening. Yeah, Around 1 p.m. So get those questions in. We'll be happy to answer them. Uh, A little later this week, we'll we'll preview USM. Probably going to talk to Luke Johnson again. Maybe somebody different, but Luke is probably the primary guy. Uh, And then we'll get ready for uh, Mississippi State USM. A renewal of the interstate rival interest, interstate. It's interstate. Interstate. Yeah, yes. state rivalry between the Bulldogs and the Golden Eagles. Wherever you are listening to us today, be it at work, in your car, or in your own hospital bed, I don't know what you're doing. We appreciate you guys, and we want to thank you once again for listening. For Joel T. Coleman, Woo! I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. <laughs>